Welcome to today's podcast. This is Shireen. This is Mila. And let's start with some questions for today. Um, what do you think of when you hear the word coral reefs? A surreal, colorful underwater world? Nemo and his underwater friends? <laughs> White sandy beaches? Ship accidents? Fascinating communities? Or environment at risk? Today, Shireen and I will tell you everything about coral reefs and their threat by climate change. For that, we firstly clarify the questions of what are corals, where do coral reefs exist, why are coral reefs important for us, and why are they worth protecting, what are the different threats for coral reefs, and what big of a role does the climate change play in coral reef dying. Let's start with our first question, what are corals? Uh, coral polyps had existed long before humans did, and mainly settled near tropical coasts. The polyps are small animals and the builders of the corals. And over millennia, they created coral reefs of gigantic proportions through constant calcium deposits. Worldwide, coral reefs only make up around 1% of the marine habitat. Yet, the biodiversity is most remarkable in these areas. Till today, researchers have discovered around 700 different types of corals. It has long been assumed that corals are plants that cannot move. However, in 723, the French naturalist Jean-André Personnel, and yes, I practiced that, claimed that corals belong to the species of animals. Today, it is established that corals belong to the group of so-called sea anidarians. By the way, jellyfish and sea anemones also belong to this genus. Corals come in many different shapes and colors. Indeed, you have a picture of beautiful, colorful coral reefs in mind. Zoa canthali, tiny little algaes that settle in the outer skin of the polyp are responsible for this diversity. Thus, they also play a huge role in the ecosystem of coral reefs. Algae and polyp live in symbiosis and need each other to survive. This information will eventually become important as we later introduce coral reef dying in our podcast. Let's continue with their location. Where do coral reefs even exist? Reforming corals from tropical coral reefs can only survive at water temperatures that rarely fall below 20 degrees Celsius. For these reasons, the formation is limited to an area between approximately 30 degrees north and 30 degrees south latitude in the flat regions of the tropical seas. But how do corals build a reef? When the polyps bud, the animals multiply quickly and create a colony of many individual coral polyps and the reef continues to expand. Each year, the individual calcareous skeletons of the polyp colonies grow by two to five centimeters and combine to form coral sticks. Okay, let's continue with the question, why are coral reefs so important for us human beings? It is estimated that coral reefs are home to up to a million animals and plant species. Together with the tropical rainforest, they form the most biodiverse ecosystem on Earth. Moreover, humans benefit from these reefs in incredibly diverse ways without most of us being aware of it. Or did you know that reefs represent an immensely important coastal protection? 
Without reefs, many tropical islands and coasts would be quickly eroded. Millions of people also live from tourism in tropical and subtropical countries. If the reefs break down, many palm tree beaches and tourists will disappear, which would be a catastrophic development for many developing countries. Also, just here in Germany, tour operators and sport equipment suppliers earn millions with tourism to tropical and subtropical regions. Like rainforests, reef organisms have an immense, largely unexplored potential to discover and extract medicinal substances. For example, valuable antibiotics, cardiovascular substances and active ingredients for the treatment of cancer and AIDS have already been found. In addition, coral skeletons are increasingly being used as compatible bone substitutes. And finally, reefs record the climate history of our Earth, which can be deciphered with the help of the chemistry of the coral skeleton up to years. Reefs are therefore a vital climate change or climate monitor that helps to predict our future climate better. In addition, because of their chemical balancing, balancing effect, reefs are an essential link in our Earth climate process. There are various threats coral reefs have to deal with. Um, on the one hand, anthropogenic threats, and on the other hand, uh, natural ones. But let us start with the anthropogenic ones. Our fishers are currently destroying these important ecosystems by using dynamite and poison for fishing. However, they are also damaged by fine mesh nets and boat anchors dropped carelessly on coral heads. Moreover, humans excavate them for use in cement production and roadbeds. And if this was not enough, they are killed by industrial pollutions, smothered by sediment torn off the land, choked by untreated sewage and municipal wasted flushed into coastal waters by urban areas and tourist resorts. At this point, let us introduce you to three different examples of the consequences of coral reef threats. Starting with the Caribbean, local coral reefs are constantly under assault by natural forces, including storms or pathogens. Nevertheless, since the recent 70s, uh, Jamaica's reefs have been damaged by a deadly combination of natural and anthropogenic threats like overfishing, nutrient pollution from the land, uh, combined with disease and hurricane damage. Here, nutrient pollution is the primary cause in most damage to Caribbean reefs, including those of Jamaica. Nutrient pollution, particularly nutrients from municipal wastes and agricultural runoff, rub shallow coastal waters of oxygen, um, a process that is extremely harmful to marine life. The consequences are low oxygen levels that encourage the growth of benthic algae, which cover the corals and reduce their growth. Moreover, this causes coral dying and a collapse of the whole ecosystem. Meanwhile, Filipino coral reefs are threatened by destructive fishing practices such as dynamite fishing, nutrient pollution and sedimentation. To find untouched coral reefs, searchers must travel at least 25 kilometers 
offshore in Jakarta Bay, Indonesia. So Ben Sen, the unofficial head of Muaka Anke, a fishing community um, on the Indonesian Bay, says the following quote, And with the corals have gone our fish. We now have to travel six hours out of the bay to fish. You can still catch some fish in the bay itself, but no one wants to eat them because they are full of poison and disease. Quote end. But which role does climate change play here? Due to increasing CO2 emissions, the ocean's temperature rise and acidify. High vertex temperatures cause coral bleaching. But what is coral bleaching mainly? Corals push off their algae, which is an essential part of their nourishment. Consequently, the corals bleach, only leaving back their pale lime coat. New algae have to resettle, otherwise the affected corals will die. The ongoing rise of the ocean's temperature due to climate change leads to massive coral bleaching and no chance for these ecosystems to recover. An additional burden comes from the increasing ocean acidity, which attacks essential minerals which corals and other marine organisms depend on. The essential carbonate compounds and functions as building blocks for the calcareous skeleton dissolve and corals can no longer grow. During the El Nino in 1998, 16% of the world's corals were destroyed. In 2002, the world's largest coal reef, the Great Barrier Reef in Australia, was threatened. In 2005, a massive coal bleaching struck the Eastern Caribbean, and five years later, the most biodiverse coal reefs in Southeast Asia. For millions of small-scale fishers in developing countries and people depending on the fish industries, in coastal areas of the tropics, coal death caused several consequences since coral reefs play an essential role in the fish population of the oceans. If coral reef areas further decrease, people in 60 countries worldwide will lose their livelihood, food source and essential economic factor. Economic damage also arises from countries that are heavily dependent on diving tourism. So let's start to protect the uh, coral reefs and their environment. Okay, that's it for today. Um, thank you so much for listening. In the next episode, we will talk about how we can protect coral reefs. So please listen to the next podcast as well. Yeah, and also don't forget to subscribe and like. Thank you. Bye. Bye.